I have a million points. <laughs> I have been so geeky this week, you guys. Dead characters do not yield spin-offs. The right amount of drunk for this. You and are the Yoda of abdominal tumors. This is Serious Business. We are back inside your ear holes, and this is Serious Business, the drunkest, nerdiest podcast on the planet. My name is Rob, and we have returned after a brief winter hiatus. But spring's in the air, and summer's around the corner, and that means it is time for our fourth annual Fantasy Summer Box Office Draft. But before we get into that, we have some peeps to catch up with. Jeff, let's start with you. Buddy, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. <laughs> is that so? Fantastically. Wow. The sun is out. I, it's I, warm. I, I am wearing a short sleeve shirt, and <laughs> I could not be happier about well, it. Well, I'm very happy for you. It's been uh, a rough winter uh, for our East Coast people, which is almost all of our people, but uh, all of you deserve a little sunshine. It, it's, been, uh, it's, been, it's been bad. Right? We got 108 <laughs> inches of snow in five weeks. <laughs> Could you send five it to California? Weeks. Because I think they need it. Yeah, they do need it in California, certainly. I would I would happily do that. So it's like sunny and probably 68 out right now or something like that. And there are still giant piles of snow uh, outside yeah. our house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, that's uh, how messed up this is, man. <laughs> yeah. Our hiatus was just because we couldn't find all of you. You, you were just buried... <laughs> <laughs> under snow but yeah well i'm glad that it's better today finally because i know that's actually been legitimately trying for you people it's like it's like an actual it was a serious hellish moonscape like, <laughs> i have no better way to describe it than that like life was non-existent like it was bad bad news bears okay no bad. well trans got down like it was mm. i'm glad you, everyone survived and that you're back on the air and uh, so our opening question is that during our little hiatus from the holidays until now, what was the one thing that came about that you thought, dang, Whoa. <laughs> we thought, dang, I, I wish I could have podcasted with my podcast about this. Oh, man, the one thing that came about that I wish we could have podcasted about. Mm-hmm. Um, Did anyone here see Jupiter Ascending? Oh, come on. No. That was going to be mine. <laughs> um, you know, I think um, I think I would have wanted to do a podcast on the failure of certain television shows. Like, Constantine failed, and I think is now canceled. And I think it'd be interesting to sort of deconstruct what went wrong there. Because that's not the first time that someone's tried to take Constantine and bring it to another, or Hellraiser and bring it to another medium. And it's, it sort of was a fascinating disaster because it was one of those things where like people seemed to, people who were fans were like, yeah, they're doing it right. Like people were fooling themselves for a while. Like you, you, you could watch the pilot and be like, all right, this is, this is a rushed piece of garbage. And then, but there were, there were people out there who were like, come on, it's going to do it. It's going to do it. And Talia's into it, and uh, she's, she's just devastated that it got canceled. Uh, so I think it would have been fun to talk about that for a while. I see. Very good. Ben, what, what, if anything, are you drinking this fine afternoon? I'm drinking a Magic Hat number nine. Ooh, number nine. I haven't had a number nine in a while. Oh, man, I have become a true believer in Magic Hat number nine. Really? I've used it to come up with a concoction I like to call ice cream soup. Ice cream and beer soup. Yeah. You know, basically... You basically get, get like, 
ice cream, any form of ice cream that has caramel in it, like mm-hmm. tracks of caramel, mm-hmm. and you get about a scoop of that and like a half cup of uh, Magic Hat number nine. You put it in a bowl together, you blend it together, and it's delicious. Wow. And if I may ask, Jeff, how many Magic Hat number nines had you had before you came up with that idea? Like, probably five. All right. <laughs> Honestly, not many. I came up with that idea pretty quick. I was like, you know what's really good <laughs> ice cream? Because I've done floats, and I really don't like them. I've, like, wanted oh. beer and ice cream to work for so long, and this, I think, is, is the way to go. Oh, man. Caramel ice had, cream at, at number nine. You've never I'll had, like, a that. Guinness, like, milkshake. Like, you're missing out, buddy. Beer, beer floats are awesome. Yeah. That's me. All right. All right. Well, good. And uh, glad you have me back. Let's move on to Kristen. Hello. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Uh, well, we'll get to me. I mean, it's going over here. Uh, so what was the one thing, and go ahead and just steal mine, uh, that uh, happened no, I didn't this see it. winter? Well, I didn't see it either. Oh, but, okay. uh, <laughs> but what was the one thing that you wish that we could have addressed on this serious business? Well, I'm not going to steal yours. I'm going to go for things that I actually okay, did good. see. And I mean, I didn't see it until pretty much everyone was talking about it. But the jinx mm, might mm-hmm. have been interesting. Or just talking yeah. about documentaries in general because, you know, I keep trying to trick people into watching Dear Zachary. Oh. <laughs> Shit. Oh, Kristen, I watched it. That yeah. is upsetting. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. As soon as everyone just started freaking out cryptically on Twitter... Um, oh my god. I finally got my parents' HBO Go password. I mean, I bought oh. my own HBO. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, That's totally. what everybody does. What, HBO Now? Yeah, I did that. that. Was... I did that. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I finally wound up watching The Jinx. And so, I, I mean, I knew what happened, but it was still fucking creepy. It is creepy and, like, shocking. And I don't know if our other panelists watched it, but that was some crazy fucking television. Yeah. Super crazy. Yeah, that would have been actually a nice little off-topic because we don't we haven't really done documentaries or mm. anything like that. But that would have been so interesting. And yeah. how it's kind of, as a documentary, it's not that good. Like, it's setting the bar super high for every other documentary. Like yeah, the, the people who created cereal are just like you sons of bitches. Yeah, um, it's like yeah, it's like it's saying like every documentary needs like a Planet of the Apes like size twist at the end of yeah. it. And it's like, hey, um, that probably can't happen on a yeah. regular basis. Did yeah. you see the SNL skit where they had Durst basically at, at an improv show? No. <laughs> it's really funny. They they have like your classic cheesy like you know, improv comedy troupe, and uh, they're like, we're going to call up someone from the audience, and we're going we're gonna to act out a scene based entirely on what we learned from just asking them a few questions. Oh, and they call him up from the audience, and it's, uh, I think it's Kate McKenna uh, who plays him. Oh, and she does a really good job, and she's just like, I killed my best friend, <laughs> chopped him up. And they're all like, whoa, that's really dark. <laughs> uh, oh, jeez. Yeah, that's pretty much the show, though. Yeah. Well, good pick, good pick. What, if anything, are you drinking? Uh, I think, I forget the brand. It's hard cider out of a mason jar like the hipster trash that I am. Damn. <laughs> nice. It's yeah. hardcore. Yeah. Well, great. Let's move on to Michelle. Michelle, how are you? Doing pretty well, Rob. Good. I'm glad to hear it. And what was one thing that happened over the little winter hiatus that you thought this would be perfect 
for some serious business. Well, going along with Jeff's Constantine discussion, I'd love to talk about Gotham and the Flash mm. and how unawesome and then slightly <laughs> potentially awesome and yeah. then kind of mediocre the shows are. <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, I think Gotham had started before we took our 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 break, but yeah, I watched the the pilot of that and was not inspired to watch any more of it. We but stuck you, with it for a while. Yeah, too. you guys have been watching it? Yeah, it's it's actually kind of on a slight upswing now that they're beyond the whole, this is Catwoman. Yeah. This is the Penguin. Yeah. Yeah. For those this shows. is the Riddler, kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to go on too much of a tangent, but basically, like, I think those shows, like, once they get past their premise, they start to find themselves, but it's mm. it, it has been pretty Huh. It was a good Joker episode and Red. Uh, yeah, that episode was actually was actually pretty yeah. decent. Interesting, interesting. That that was kind of uh, comic adaptation TV shows. I think we've tackled a few of them before. I think we did a did we do a Shield one or something? I don't remember. But yeah, good good pick, good pick. And what if anything are you drinking right now? I am drinking uh, Sam Adams Porch Rocker. Always strong Sam Adams showing. At, uh, yeah. the household over there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and let's move on, lastly, to John. John. hey How are you? Good. good. Excited to be back, Rob. <laughs> it's good to have good you back. back. And uh, what was what was the one thing you wish that you had podcasted about? Uh, I was I was foaming at the mouth when this when this came out. Excited to talk about it on on Tisby was uh, the very controversial Power Ranger. Oh, Fan that's film. right. Yeah, right. Yep. Yeah, it was the. I don't know, it was like ten or fifteen minutes long. It had James Vanderbeek and Katie Sackhoff from Battlestar Galactica. But it was, it was, you know, it was a really violent film. There was a lot of back and forth about if it was too dark for Power Rangers. Then Ham Saban Entertainment, that owns Power Rangers, they like wanted it taken off, taken off the internet because it was copyright infringement. But it, it wasn't copyright infringement. But it was, it was a whole swirl of controversy that I that I thought might be fun to talk about. Yeah, I ended up watching that whole thing and it was weird it's weird to sort of parse like what the the point of something like that is because there is a power rangers movie now in development does that director want to be considered for that or does i don't think, so. wanna, I think he just want to show off his chops or what but it it is weird to if it is you, you want to show off your chops and you know why use an existing intellectual property to do that and sort of like stir the shit and it was uh it was interestingly put together. It was a very dark take on something that's very silly. So uh, yeah, that would have been that would have been something that's right in our wheelhouse. And what, if anything, are you drinking? Is it also Sam Adams? That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, sorry, sorry, six pack take. in the fridge. Nice. That's okay. Nice. Just a six uh, pack. So, wow. So for me, as as Kristen hinted at, Jupiter Ascending just looked bananas, and everything that I read and heard about it was bananas, and it just yeah, but... seemed like it was, um... <laughs> Jeff, you're just bitter because you chose it last year for Fantasy <laughs> Box Office, and it was so bad, it got bumped, <laughs> yeah, as a bomb pick, yeah, you were right, you should have won the whole competition for that. So yeah, uh, it just uh, looked bonkers, and uh, people are saying bonkers stuff. And I don't know the uh, Wachowskis are sort of interesting now. They're they haven't had a project that has been a hit since kind of the first Matrix. So, so. You, mean, you mean filmmakers who stole a concept for a movie and Ooh. then made a bunch of bad movies mm. afterwards? Like, oh, oh boy! Oh. Shots fired. 
that would I thought I thought that might have been fertile soil for some some laughs for us, but mm-hmm. alas, uh, I feel winter. like we would have gotten into a fight too because like I don't it wasn't universally like derided as trash like well. Yes, it was. I heard it's trash, but it's your trash. I heard it was very interesting trash. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I, I thought that that would have been part of the fun. Is sort <laughs> of like maybe there were actual legitimate things going on in this in this Be-yarring. movie that uh, could be lovable, but um, like I said, alas, winter was upon us. But uh, that's over, and I'm drinking coffee by the way because it's early. Bye. Early over here on the west coast. Early uh, o'clock. Yeah, it's early o'clock. So, uh, with all that said, welcome back, everybody. Uh, so happy that we're doing this again and doing it for one of my favorite kinds of episodes. Our fourth... Can you believe we've been doing this for four years? Yeah. <laughs> Our fourth <laughs> annual Fantasy Summer Box Office Draft. You should have a college degree. <laughs> <laughs> In Fantasy um, Summer Box Office. Fantasy Summer Box Office, if you've never joined us for one before is a competition that uh, all of us have based on how well movies do over the course of the summer, which is a very exciting, lucrative time for the movie business. So how it works is each one of us drafts a team of movies that will have a wide domestic release, and we calculate points based on the millions of dollars that they make on opening weekend, and one of our picks is reserved for a bomb pick which we get points based on the difference between their opening weekend to their production budget. So basically, how much, how badly does that movie do? Uh, the worse, the better. And so that's as a percentage, right? That's, we're doing a percentage. We, the first couple of years, we did this, <laughs> we did this straight subtraction, which uh, ended up being like insane. I think it was, I think it was <laughs> World War Z that really turned our heads because there was like a four hundred like million dollar production but allegedly i think they've they padded the well not padded the numbers but sort of were uh conservative with what they actually released uh with that movie but uh when i think michelle had that pick but and we were just like oh my god if this is 400 like the game is over and totally invalidated so yes we're now going we do a percentage for the bomb picks so if that wasn't clear, that'll be clear as we as we move along. So I, it's a good year to do this. Last year was kind of weird. This year, there's one big enchilada on the table, but there are a <laughs> lot of other like big properties that I think could make up for it. So let's get in. I've randomized our draft order. I'm staring at it. I hate it. And uh, so let me reveal that first. Oh, God. So this is our draft order, and we do do a snake, so the ends do have double picks after the the first and last round. So, picking first is Jeff. Damn it. Yes! Oh, son of a bitch! Congratulations, Jeff. Game is over! <laughs> picking second is John. Picking All right, third I don't like this game. Okay, fine. Oh, Kristen, you're in the middle again. <laughs> picking fourth is Michelle and picking last oh, is right. Why? That's how you know it's not right. Welcome oh. to my world, Rob. Uh, okay. No, I'm Excuse you all. This sucks. If you go um, last, you still get to pick first once. I am always in the fucking middle. So I anticipate coming in second again, and oh, you're well, all bastards. That's how it goes. So now we're look. We're all five of us are looking at a slate of movies between May and August, and th- there is no. You can pick a bomb pick at any time. I know in the past that has been a designated second pick, but that 
can happen at any time. It can be your first pick. It can be your last pick. So, Jeff, fucking just kick us off. Avengers. Just, right. Right. Avengers. just do it. All right. You son of a bitch. So, are you sure, Jeff? Yeah, you know, Jeff, maybe you should pick something else. Maybe I'll pick Aloha instead. <laughs> yeah, there might be Avengers fatigue, Jeff. Or, you never know. Or films like Straight Outta Compton uh, or Southpaw. Those are sure to make lots of money compared to the Avengers. No, I'm picking the Avengers. <laughs> Sorry. All right. So Avengers Age of Ultron. The very Avengers first. get inside me. Yeah. I mean, inside <laughs> my picks. Yeah. Uh, John. Inside me. Goes to you. I think I'm going to go Jurassic World. Ooh. All right. Ah, oh, that makes me nervous, that reaction. <laughs> Tough shit. <laughs> Jurassic World is locked yeah. in. Kristen. Oh, shit. Oh, my list just went to hell. Uh, Nothing is obvious anymore. No, exactly. <laughs> I like there's there, The top ones are so drastically different. Yeah. That, oh, shit. Fantastic Four. I think that's a sound choice. Yeah. It's gotta be. No comment. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I I think in August it, that's the I don't know that's the yeah, comic book it one. Could be burnout, but how also... do you how do you deny that? How can you, no, I think that's my choice. Uh, Michelle, fourth pick. I think I'm gonna take my bomb pick. Okay. Wow. So, uh, what do I want to do? No, I I won't. Uh, I think I think I'll pick Ant-Man. Oh, damn it. I actually thought I was going to get it. <laughs> Ant-Man is off the board. Um, Jesus Christ. Right. This is what this is what it's like pick last. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> but I get I get two. Yeah. Uh, before we before we snake back. Um, Jesus. Like the problem is there's a bunch of things that seem like they're going to do well. And you have to pick which one's going to do yeah, the most do okay. well. There's a there's a lot of movies yeah. that are going to just do like fifty million. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it's not like last year where there's like there there was that suite of six movies that were like guaranteed yeah. to do a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm doing Max Fury. Uh, I'm sorry, Mad Max. Son wow. of a bitch. Dude, <laughs> You're really doing that? Yeah. Right. That was. Oh, that was going to be my second pick. The- Oh, that's good. That's yeah, solid. I don't know, man. I don't know. There's a lot of really good buzz about it right now, and it's coming. Yeah, out. but people are talking. Rated R cult classic. I don't know. I mean, there's probably a bunch of like people who were around for the original that are like super pumped. Yeah, that's probably like a Prometheus pick right there. It's <laughs> just like the internet seems to yeah, really enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. No. In real no, life, no. 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 Um, <laughs> and I'll also pick. Mission Impossible mm. as a money. Did hit. you guys know that there's a scene where Tom Cruise hangs out of an airplane? <laughs> Whoa! I might have heard that. What? Well, I mean, it's Scientology. The Scientologists are definitely going to make that movie a hit. I did see Going Clear. <laughs> I know what they're capable of. <laughs> okay, then it goes back to Michelle. I'm going to take Terminator Genesis for my bomb pick. Ooh, that's oh, a nice one. It's a good bomb pick. Yeah. It's a real good bomb pick. It's like a $170 million budget, mm-hmm. I yep. think. I think I might do okay. Yeah. And it goes to Kristen. Uh, pitch Perfect. Oh, that's a good choice. Yes, I think. it is. What is it? Pitch Perfect. Oh. Yeah, that's a good one. John. I'm not betting against girls this time. I'm not doing it. Yeah. All right, I am going to go 
the animated route mm. and pick oh, minions. Minions. Man, I feel That's like a good tattoo pick. I always avoid the uh I know. But I'm, I'm making... You're a big believer, though. You always have an animated pick in you, your slate. You guys are gift wrapping this for me. I'm going to pick Ted, too. Oh, you say like, that now. Yeah, good luck yeah. with that. Yeah. Ted, Ted made like $50 million its yeah. opening weekend. That I think the novelty is over, yeah. and like zero people saw a million ways to die in, in the West. Yeah, but, but the, the Ted, t- it's different, man. It's, uh, it's going uh, to do well. All right. You. And you got one, uh, Jeff? And then uh, Bomb Pick is going to be Jurassic World. Mm, nice. That's smart. And that's that's literally just, I mean, I'm sure it's going to make a ton of money, but it's it costs $180 million. Like, I'm, I'm just basing it off of it, it costed so much mm-hmm. money to make that. If it makes, like, <laughs> 70, I'm still getting right. a decent chunk of it. All right. Mm. John, goes back to you, buddy. Um, let's see. I am also going to take my Bomb Pick. Okay. And I will choose... Tomorrowland. What's that? Yeah, no one knows, and that's why. <laughs> that's the Disney, oh, yeah. yeah, George Clooney one. George oh, Clooney yeah. Is yeah, no, oh, that's a good stupid. call. I imagine that'll cost a lot of money and not make much. Yeah. Kristen. Okay. It's going fast this year. I know. Yeah. We're gonna talk about this in a little bit. Um, <laughs> I'm torn between kids. I'm going to give you my strategy. I don't give a shit anymore. Kids movie, action reboot, or John Green again? <laughs> I don't want to fuck up Ooh. like last year. John John Green, don't fuck it up. Paper Towns. Don't fuck it up. Yeah. I'll, I'll do Paper Towns. What is that? That's John Green's new next, next yeah. movie. And that's a money-making? Not a... Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, I bet the yeah, budget oh, yeah. wasn't huge, and people will see Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think you're guaranteed at least, like... 50. Oh, 30. Yeah. Well, I've yeah. never even heard of that movie. But Michelle, I was sort of it goes to you. <laughs> Rob, you are not a young woman. Um, Thanks, I am going to go with Inside Out. Yep. Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, it's Pixar. It's cute. Yeah. It's cute Pixar. Oh, yeah. Well. Female protagonist. Hopefully, gives me something. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm gonna finish up my my pathetic, pathetic. It's not that pathetic. It's really not that bad. Really oh, not. Looking at it so far. Yeah, but I gotta make some. I gotta. Jesus Christ! What <laughs> part of me, man? Or Army Hammer? The man from Uncle is in August, and nothing in August does great. It's not unless big you're enough fantastic. to make huge money. And it probably wasn't that expensive either. Oh, for your bomb. Oh, yeah. well, i got to pick both. I'm considering See, this is when winners research, and losers. This is when research would have helped you, buddy, because I know the budget for Man From U.N.C.L.E. I'm not fucking telling you. <laughs> no, but I can look it up in three seconds. <laughs> oh, Rob, straight out of Compton. Oh, yeah, you know what? You're straight out the trailer. That was a great trailer. No. Uh, I'm going to pick Mad Max as my bomb. You fucking hedger. And straight sure. out of Compton. Yeah. Rob always hedges. I know. The bomb. Okay, that's my weird, weird. Yep. Card this year. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that that finishes me. I have Mad Max as my first pick and my bomb pick. 
Mission Impossible and Straight Outta Compton. So, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Michelle, you get to finish yours with your last money-making pick. Okay. Um, <laughs> man. There are the, the dregs are left. Yeah, this is always Oh, my toughest. God, no. There's some awesome stuff left. You think? Yes. Yeah, actually, I, I see a, a pretty, I think, I see good three. bomb pick. She already has well, I, I don't have, I already have my bomb pick. Yeah. Kristen does. So, I think I know what she's gonna pick too. Do you? I have maybe. maybe I'll pick. I guess maybe I'll pick Terminator for a moneymaker mm -hmm. too. Yeah. Huh? I think that's uh, solid. I think it's gonna do okay. It's got Khaleesi in it, so people like her. Okay. Uh, it's tough. For so, third pick, uh, it's decent. That, that, le that leaves. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's a good third pick. Yeah. Uh, Michelle with Ant Man, Inside Out. Terminator <laughs> as both your money-making pick and your bomb pick, which I cannot follow you for, I think. Yeah. That's uh, perfectly valid. Kristen, your bomb pick. I want to know what you thought I was going to pick. I thought actually you are going to pick Pan. Yeah, me too. Pick what? Oh, God, my beer Pan. is exploding. Pan. Oh. Um, it's a decent. I don't, I don't know what their... I don't know what their budget is. Yeah. And... I also don't know what the budget is of my number one planned bomb pick, but I have a feeling it's going to be pretty high because of all the clusterfuck surrounding it. I picked Ant-Man. Ant-Man! Yeah. Interesting. Betting against Marvel. Okay. So that leaves Kristen with Fantastic Four, Pitch Perfect 2, Paper Towns, and Ant-Man as her bomb pick. Pretty good. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. John? Your third and uh, final money-making pick. Hmm. All right. I think I'm going to go with... Magic Mike? Yeah. No. <laughs> XXL. Are you kidding? Because I'm not. <laughs> uh, all right. I guess uh, Tomorrowland. What is with you people? Yeah. Is that it? Uh, I'm going to type. No. <laughs> don't lock it in yet. I'm... Wait. He's like that guy moving the chess piece who, like, won't take their hand off. My hand's still on it. Like, looking at everyone else's reaction, like... Um, yeah, Tomorrowland. I'm not happy about it, though. <laughs> it's within right, your power to change it. That leaves John with Jurassic World, Minions, and Tomorrowland. And both his money making and his You're bomb. You're all a bunch of wusses. Yeah, this is uh. All right, Jeff. Oh man, I have so many good choices left. Actually, you I'm, do. Like, legitimately shocked. I am torn between um, Pan, Magic Mike, and Entourage. Oh, um, oh, really? Those are your choices? Those are not. I think one of those is a good choice. Yeah, we, we have we have uh, a difference in one too many in predictions. I think I'm probably you know you probably uh, I don't think Entourage is going to do that well. It's too niche. Magic Mike is going to do well. Mm -hmm. It's sort of safer than Pan. Pan is kind of a risk. And don't you want that on TV? Well. Oh, God. <laughs> Magic yeah. Mike is going to make like forty bucks from me, easy. Yeah, I mean the the first Magic Mike made about thirty million. Uh, yeah, so, it's not. It's not a. Yeah, but that was just lock. like yeah, but, the but, I mean, that's like that's like a good that's like a good pick three. I'm gonna go with Pan. I'm gonna take the risk. Okay. Wow. I feel like Pan's Pan's a risk, but yeah, I'm gonna go with it. Wow. You can All right. afford it. 
like I feel like I need to You're in a place to, to take rest. Pan yeah. is definitely coming out in February. Uh, <laughs> <because> <laughs> are, Jeff, way, are there are there now rules about? Okay, like, yeah, if, if, because it's happened <laughs> twice. In the Dude, event Jeff. that one of our picks um, gets bumped, if it was a bomb yeah. pick and it gets bumped, I think we can award a certain amount of points for that. If it's a money making pick and it gets bumped, I think you just get, you get a nothing. pity pick. Yeah, you get a pity pick. Um, so if Jurassic World, Terminator, Mad Max, Tomorrowland, or Ant Man suddenly gets bumped outside of August, I think those are all coming out. So I think we're safe this year. Um, in the event that another one gets bumped outside of the summer, then that player gets a pick of the remaining movies that have not come out yet. So that's how it works. Yeah, well, why don't we take a quick refill break, and when we come back, we'll discuss the cards a little bit and get back to our Geek of the Week. We haven't done quite a long time. You guys so we'll- totally lost. <laughs> <laughs> we will Call be back. now. It's in the bag. We will be back. Looking at our cards, um, you know, a couple of things sticking out to us. One is that, as usual, we always we bet on the uh, existing franchises. Every one of our first picks is an existing franchise. Right. Uh, so, yeah, in fact, let's see how many are not. I see I one, two... Literally none of them? It's not really an existing franchise. I mean, it, it's sort of a shoot-off of Marvel, but... And the Avengers, but yeah. Oh well, like, yeah. I, I think I I well no. I guess not an existing franchise. Yeah, but it's an ad- adaptation. I don't know. I feel like all the Marvel stuff is so closely related. It's yeah, but it's to... not like Spider-Man adaptation where it's like a super popular yeah. comic book. Ant-Man really has no like. There's no existing cartoon shows or television shows. I mean, mm. besides like you know the Avengers cartoons. Yeah, it hasn't isn't debuted to a popular audience. Yet yeah, a major audience will still. Meaning. It's not like some. They'll still have to get to know these characters. Like yeah, a brand yeah. new thing. But I think it's far enough away from Avengers that it's gonna. I think. Well, here's the thing. I, everyone was saying this about Guardians of the Galaxy, and it was yeah. such a big risk, and like that ended up making like eighty or something like yeah, that first weekend. Well. So I think Marvel's kind of bulletproof right now, and you know they're gonna fucking you know push the hell out of it. There's a new trailer coming out tomorrow, and everyone's already raving about it. So it looks. I think it. I think it's gonna do well. Did it end up being Edgar Wright in the end? No. No. Okay. So that, that yeah, that that certainly changes things at least a little bit. You know, I do want to ask everyone, you know, it's fairly obvious that Avengers is going to do really well. Shut the fuck um, up. And, <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to, no, no. you know, rub that in a little bit. Jeff. The fact that Jeff I don't, has never <laughs> picked higher than, like, fourth before, I'm going to let him gloat, but, yeah. like, this will, yeah. this will not stand. Because he got the luck of the draw, he's going to be an asshole it's, about it. It's pretty much true. Although, to be fair, I mean, I was not expecting to get Ted 2, Pan, or Jurassic World. Um, I don't think, I think... Those were all, like... I think Jurassic World 
should, in a perfect world, bump. I think it's actually going to do pretty well its first weekend. I think it'll do pretty well, too, but I'm just counting on it being at least 50 points just by yeah. virtue mm. of it costing well, being expensive. Well, percentage yeah. is going to be different, but did you see the clip they released? It's awful. It's so bad. It looks... The, the trailer was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. It hasn't... It doesn't worse. look... Yeah, it's way worse. Oh, it's like, it's if awful. you had... If you had any hopes that anyone put any thought into this... They didn't. They're dashed, yeah. They absolutely <laughs> they did, not. did not. It's like, yeah. it's worse than the one I'm currently watching, which is the first one. <laughs> like, I have it on mute on my TV, and it's like more... Like the first movie? Yeah, and it's more... The first regret- Jurassic Park's a good movie. It's, oh, it's amazing. And, like, they actually yeah. made changes, like, to make it more progressive than it is in the book. <laughs> and right. this movie is... looks worse automatically. I just yeah. have people are like, wait, that's the clip they thought would get people interested? No, I get, like, it, the dinosaurs maybe aren't ready yet. Like, they're still working on it. But still. Yeah. <laughs> that's the clip. It's like all the worst parts of Guardians of the Galaxy. And no dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly what it is. Yeah, it's like, remember that one or two bad scenes from Guardians of the Galaxy? We also made them for Jurassic World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't. Look, I don't think it's that's gonna affect. The, no, I mean, absolutely not. But anything. But yeah, it doesn't. Uh, I, I, well, I, I honestly wouldn't be shocked if the movie doesn't break seventy. Interesting. I wouldn't be either. But yeah. Uh, don't tell John that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, again, this is kind of a funky year. Like, uh, I thought this was going to be a much more straightforward year, but with Star Wars getting pushed back, mm-hmm. like that changed everything. Like, well, wasn't Star Wars, was it pushed back, or were they always planning on having it be a Christmas release? I thought it was going to be summer, and then they moved it to the holidays. I mean, that would be smart if they had it come out in summer and the DVD comes out around the holidays. That would have yeah. been smart. But mm-hmm. they don't listen. They don't right, take I'm my back, calls uh... anymore. John, we're just talking about how you're going to fail. <laughs> Talking about Jurassic World, and we're just not sure. Mm-hmm. But honestly, because it looks bad, but that doesn't matter. I'm. I mean, Avengers is the only sure thing because I'm looking yeah. at Fantastic Four, and I'm like, yeah, I can see that making like eighty, and I can see that making like forty. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it could go either way. Same with Ant Man. Same with Ant- Mad Max. Ant Man is probably a little more secure. Mad Max is a total wild card. And actually, when I picked it, I forgot to look how close it is to fucking Avengers. Mm-hmm. So that's even more worrying. Okay. So I think it's like Ooh, two yeah. weeks. So a little, little concerning. I don't know. I think, actually, I think look, now looking at them, I think they're all probably going to do fine. Yeah. Yes, but Jurassic World has uh, box office golden boy Chris Pratt. That's true. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I don't know. I can get my whole card. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I think I, I don't know. Inside Out is solid. It's Pixar, so parents are going to bring their kids and they're going to enjoy it. And yeah, I think, yeah. I think Michelle looks like a pretty good like second place card mm. with Mich- with Kristen maybe right behind her. Yeah. And John, yeah. I, I have less hopes for you and I. I feel like <laughs> I'm going to have. Like, <laughs> I feel like my <laughs> is going to be, like, the same. Like, they're all going to be, like, the same range. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, I think, think so, too. I think most of ours are going to be in the low, in the high, like, 70, mm-hmm. 80 to 50 
forty range. Yeah. I think that's gonna it's gonna be mid range, except for Jeff sitting on his I you know, ivory tower over there. <laughs> yeah, Jeff is gonna be untouchable for sitting up an Avengers yeah. tower. Yeah, here's the thing. The Avengers budget was two hundred and fifty million and none of us picked it because it's probably gonna do okay. I think I think it's gonna do like <laughs> 140 or something yeah. like opening yeah. weekend. I would be shocked if it did less than 120. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, uh, yeah, I mean even percentages that's going to be like 50%. Yeah. But but what do you guys think is going to be the surprise? What do you think is going to like do really well that none of us anticipated? Vacation. Like... No. What? It's like it's an old it's something that hasn't been around for a while, so there's no fatigue, but it's like a beloved thing. Do you, have you seen the cast? There's like a ton of like big name people in it. Mm. I feel like that's gonna be like the plucky comedy that's gonna do like I, I'm not saying it's gonna do Avengers money, but it's probably it might make like forty or fifty. Yeah. No, that could be it. I I'm hoping that Entourage does poorly, but I bet it will do well. There is no Entourage too. <laughs> seriously not if you watch Kimmy Schmidt what the fuck I did but I don't remember I that I started it oh you guys mm. yeah. I think um, you're killing me I think Pixels could be might be a shocker you know like a successful Adam Sandler movie but... I don't know Adam Sandler's so far down that hole like he's become like a real life version of the producers <laughs> 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 yeah I I don't know I don't see anything left on here that I think is maybe. Yeah, no, I, I already said we'll Magic Mike. What, Magic Mike will make like twenty eight or something. Like yeah. I don't, I don't think. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't. There's nothing here that's jumping out. Like the even the horror movies during the summer, like they end up doing like okay, but like okay for horror movies. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Poltergeist is gonna make forty tops. And that's like really, really optimistic. Um, in that's si- super optimistic. Insidious yeah. Chapter Three. I don't think anyone cares about that anymore. What like, about San Andreas? Horror. San Andreas with the Rock. That, yeah, uh, that yeah. Was I think the other kind of like maybe. that. Yeah. That is the one on here that I'm surprised no one picked for anything. Um, well, I didn't know what the budget was because I thought maybe that, but that seems like a movie that a, they probably made for it's like a hundred million. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's I just don't even know what it is. It's just like a it's, dumb action it's, movie. Yeah, it's a three. It's a three D. I mean, like they make the point of putting three D in the title. So you know, I think I think like action movies that are based on like natural disasters are boring, and people never go to them. Like oh, yeah. I don't. I don't think there hasn't been one that's been a hit since like Twister. And <laughs> I yeah, like there's been. Like other like weird like volcano movies and like hurricane movies and stuff and it's like I don't how do how do do you want to, what is what is the rock gonna do is he gonna punch the earthquake like he might. I, there's no there's no like he creates his own you're not dra- you're not drawing a line where like to feel like the conflict is gonna unfold in a way that feels good or cool or anything so. I don't not optimistic for San Andreas. Yeah. I do want to point out that The Rock has reached a level of star power where his diet can reach the front page of Reddit. Well, it's disgusting. He has, well, he has he caught for a lot breakfast. Of for breakfast. A lot of cod. Ew. He what for breakfast? Cod. A lot of cod. The fish. Oh. He's something like 8,000 pounds of cow year. Like, he is single-handedly <laughs> responsible for, like, 
the extinction of Final Fantasy. <laughs> the overfishing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Make that yeah, movie. No, I the think... Rock versus Cod. <laughs> I'd watch. Uh, Thank God that parts of the U.S. are falling into the ocean. That way, the cod is closer to me. <laughs> <laughs> punch it in the face. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think anyone left anything on the table yeah. that is screaming like, "Oh, you idiots!" Like, no more we barely we barely touched August. Fantastic Four opens August, which I think is a smart pick. But everything else, I yeah. don't even know what some of these are. Hitman, another Hitman movie was a based on the video game. Yep. Uh, great yeah, yeah. sinister awful. sinister there, two a lot of garbage all these all these movies die in <laughs> fact we're usually able to call uh, a winner the first week right. of august yeah. so uh we might have to wait for straight out of compton this year which i picked not for the winner but for the rankings for the rankings yes but not for the winner i don't think mission impossible is gonna do i'm curious i think it's... i mean we all just watched going clear right so I don't know. No, yeah, we did, but not. No, I think it'll do okay. I think it'll do okay. I mean, okay. I looked up well. Yeah, I'm the trying to. I'm looking up. It's far last... enough away from Ant Man and before Fantastic Four, which I, I just think it's a little bit of a sweet spot for mm. that kind of movie. I hope it does better than Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> was that a pick? Uh, Edge of Tomorrow was yeah, a great movie, but. Was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was not a great that was movie. A good movie. Ugh. Yeah, so Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol did thirty million, which is not super great. But that was also that was also a December release. I don't true, know true. Watch that that factors in, but it does factor in. Yeah, it yeah. ended up making a lot of money overall. Oh, that but that doesn't matter. That's the thing. A lot of They're these, a lot of these will make lots of money overall. Like the animated ones, I'm always nervous picking them because they will make money eventually. Yeah, it's just it's everybody going to go opening weekends. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I wouldn't. Have, like, I don't think I would have picked any other animated. Well, I guess the the Pixar one. Thanks, John. Thanks. But <laughs> Minions, I mean, I think Despicable 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 Me too. Had a really strong opening weekend. And, yeah. only and everybody years. loves those friggin' minions. What? Everybody yeah. loves those little guys. Yeah, so I mean, that's... I don't know if I could sit through a whole movie oh, on them. Yeah. Thank God. Interesting yeah. experiment. Well, in a couple of years, you might have to. So. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we might say. Um, when Minions 12 comes out. <laughs> it's gonna be like the land before time all over again. Oh, God. oh yikes. Mm-hmm. I go there. Um, <laughs> anything else anyone wants to bring up about our 2015 landscape of? Congratulations, movies? Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. Asshole. Yeah. Who's gonna get second place? I. You know. Uh, Kristen. Kristen or Michelle, I think. Yeah. I think it might be John. Well, Jurassic World. It's might definitely not Rob. Well. Let's just say that. <laughs> you know what? When you get the bottom spot, it's it's the perfect time to get weird and just see well, what happens. Because the fact that your number one pick and your bomb pick are the same says something to me. Like yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's tough. It means that's 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 called I'm playing not to not lose. Going to yeah, win. yeah, yeah. I don't want to come it's in not last. Not playing to win. Yeah. <clears throat> 
Everyone's talking really big. I am a reigning champ. <laughs> Let's remember that. Huh. Uh, no, hey, but anyway, I'm the first one. Man. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, because our, you our, picked Batman. Our past, our past champions oh, well. have been John, myself, and Michelle, and we all had early picks. I mean, there, there's no, yeah. there's no getting around that. Yeah. Uh, no, and I honestly, I'm probably gonna win, but I feel bad about it. No, sure, you know what? Look. Oh, here thing, yeah, don't feel bad because you have not won, for one thing. And secondly, I do think that there is a card on the board that could win, a possible yeah, card be- that could have, have beat Avengers. I don't know if we have one, but I do think it was possible, and I thought that that's yeah. why the draft was interesting. But mm-hmm. as usual, we carved up, I think, all the potential... <laughs> All the potential cards in such a way that I don't know Might be a how race. likely that is. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we'll see. We'll see uh, if the could be an interesting race for second. And I'm not like you know looking at Jeff's card other than Avengers. I'm not like shaking him with boots. But we'll see how that ends up. But I think it'll be interesting. Jeff's gonna obviously I think gonna rule the roost for a couple months after uh, at the end of mm-hmm. this month. But uh, we'll see how it plays out. And I think that concludes. Our fourth annual Fancy Summer Box Office Draft. Good luck to everyone. Good luck to everyone. And let's uh, let's close out how we how we always close out with Geek of the Week. We'll talk about the things that we've read and watched, or listened to, or played that uh, we've been very fond of. And we have quite a uh, big window for that since uh, we have not been podcasting. So let's start with John. John. Uh, well, um, Friday was the big release of Daredevil on Netflix. Uh-huh. Daredevil's uh-huh. the series. Um, five episodes in, so that's a little less than halfway. There's 13. And it's pretty good. It's pretty It's pretty solid. You know, it's definitely grounded in gritty, dark, violent Daredevil of the uh, Frank Miller sorts. But it's a lot It's a lot more original than I thought. I, I, th- I thought it was going to be kind of a ripoff of the... Not a ripoff, but like it was gonna stay close to the a lot of the Frank Miller, Man Without Fear, Born Again comics. But um, it's pretty. It's it's pretty. You know, it, it's standing on its own. Um, the casting is really great. Vincent D'Onofrio is kingpin. is pretty great. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to getting to the end of it. Yeah, I think a few of us here have at least started watching it. Um, yeah. <laughs> Me too. Me too. And I'm interested to watch more of it. I'm not quite as far into it as you are, John. But I haven't even gotten to Kingpin actually. Oh. Nice. Yes. Oh, True. So I need to. I need to watch more. But I agree. It does seem promising. Can you not to your baby? <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> and that's exactly how I would parent. So, you know, Alia has things to say about Kingpin. She's seen Daredevil 2, at least parts of somehow, sure, maybe. Uh, but <laughs> no, no. <laughs> But yeah, I'll, I'll be watching more of that. So cool. Michelle, let's move on to you. So I've been pretty busy, so I don't have a lot of options for Geek of the Week, but I want to give something that's a little bit non traditional. So we have been reading a lot of kids' books and children's books and picture books to Miss Bean. And I wanted to shout out to the creative pair. I think it's Adam Rubin and the illustrator is Daniel. I'm going to butcher this, but it's Lamoury. They did Dragons Love Tacos and the Secret Pizza Party. And they're awesome. <laughs> they're, they're fresh. 
the illustrations are, are great. They're really neat to look at. They're beautiful. And they're very entertaining for parents and adults and anybody to read. I suppose it's not that, like, geeky, but, I mean, like, we read it twice, and both times we were, like, in tears yeah. laughing. So. Yeah. Not, not a good bedtime story when you're supposed to be getting a little kid to fall asleep because we're, like, hysterical laughing <laughs> tears, and this kid is looking at us like, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> but they've done quite a few books, and I recommend taking them out of the library. You know, even if you don't have kids, I think they're pretty entertaining reads. But I like picture books in general, so I recommend them. Dragons Love Tacos. Dragons Love Tacos. Great yeah. title. I love dragons and tacos. Well, and it's right yeah. up our alley then. Yeah. Christian, let's move on to you. Well, first off, y'all should watch Kimmy Schmidt because it's going to take an afternoon and it's amazing. I watched it. Okay. Watched yeah. It. Nah, I'm breaking They're alive, damn it. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. That and Pinot Noir, like it took Pinot Noir thirty-six yeah. hours to hit yeah. YouTube, and that was way too long. Like I watched that episode and then immediately Googled it because I needed to listen to it a thousand times. I unironically love that song. Um, mm. Like not like oh it's funny. No, I love it. I want the MP3. I want to buy it. Listen to it all the time. Um, so <laughs> they should that and Daddy's Boy. I fell out of my chair laughing, and I still do every time I watch it. <laughs> it's incredible it's really a clever show it's yeah. very funny but like yeah. the people who are in daddy's boy are actually like broadway stars like yeah whoever wrote that is a giant nerd so anyway everyone just get on the stick and watch that um as like a palate cleanser from daredevil like watch one and then you know one episode <laughs> of one and the other just to even yourself out but i also kind of want to talk about uh i read scanner darkly by philip k dick mm -hmm. You know, there's the movie mm. that was fairly famous um, with the weird rotoscoping. Um, mm -hmm. I haven't seen the movie, and I was going to, but now I kind of don't want to because I have such specific images from the book that they probably aren't in the mm, movie. I hate when that. Yeah. Yeah. So, or maybe I'll give it a little bit because I only read it like a few weeks ago. But the book is incredible. It didn't start out that way. And I think a lot of Philip K. Dick's books are like that, where it's kind of slow. There's a lot of like weird shit happening to a lot of different characters and you kind of don't care about any of them for a while. And then just something clicks about like three quarters of the way through and suddenly it's the most emotional thing you've ever read. And so I, it probably is his masterpiece and that probably has something to do with it being incredibly personal. You know, I was reading about the book in the process of writing it and he says like basically everything that happens in the book happened to him in some way or another or he saw it happen to someone. So, uh, yeah, I would recommend people reading Scanner Darkly. It's incredibly fucked up, but it's so good. I do want to read more of Philip K. Dick because my favorite book is Ubik, but mm -hmm. it's the only one of his that I've read. I mean, um, they all so, fall in that pattern that we've talked about where it's like, paranoia, yeah, yeah, they're out to get me. It's, right. it's that. And the first time I read it, I definitely went through the same process for like at least half of it where I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah. And, and then like, I, re I think I read like, the last like 40% of it in one sitting because it just like, like you said, it clicks and you're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Yeah. I'm actually going to read Flow My Tears, The Policeman, uh, the said. Policeman said. Yeah, yeah. That's on my list next, but I will definitely put Skinner Darkly. If I remember correctly, the Skinner Darkly movie is kind of difficult. Uh, how so? Um, just, it's, it's very non-traditional narrative. Yeah, well. uh, it's actually, it's very cool to look at, but it's hard to like, it, it's 
it's like the first part of a Philip K. Dick movie, and it never clicks. Oh, well, that my, makes sense. my interpretation of the Standard Darkly movie, and I'm curious if the book feels the same way, was that it was very much a first-person account of addiction. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yes. Yeah, like, of course, that was, yeah. That was, like, the whole point of it. But and it's if you literally watch it through that. that lens, it's like... Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree, but I, I, you know, maybe I need to watch it again. I was pretty young when I watched it, but I... I don't remember it clicking with me. Yeah, um, it's not. It's not really a movie about anything else, and because of that, it is a difficult movie. I think, like, yeah. apparently, like it's not trying to be understandable. It. I, I viewed it more as kind of a, a work of art as opposed to a film for mass audiences. Yeah. Um, yeah, like yeah. this addiction novel. Like, I feel like this other stuff is a little more metaphorical, or it's about like a new technology, or it's about like over-the-counter medication. This is about heroin. Yeah. Or whatever. I I don't know what they are. I'm such a clean teen. Which is why, you know, I had some trouble with it in the beginning. It's like, okay, you feel bugs crawling over your body. Like, you're that that would be the heroin talking. But <laughs> but then it just clicks, and it is heartbreaking, and it makes a lot of sense. So, mm. Well, I'll put that on the list. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting to hear that uh, It's less depressing people. than Blood Meridian. Oh, okay. Man, that was another that was another tough read. Yeah. Very good, very good. Always great to get a book recommendation. Yeah. Um, Jeff? So before I do my Geek of the Week, I want to take a second to acknowledge how awesome a job Rob has done hosting this episode and oh, to say geez. that um, I am... Yes, very, very, very nice. I am going to be taking a step back from hosting duties generally. You know, I'll probably be participating uh, every now and then as a panelist, but uh, I'm I'm taking a slight step back from Tisby. I love it. I love it to death. It's been great. Uh, it's been a very fun run. But uh, yeah, I just uh, I'm going to have to focus on uh, a few other things that are going on with me, like uh, weddings and all that jazz mm. for a while. So. So that's it. Uh, I wanted to talk about... I started reading The Left Hand of Darkness by Ursula K. Le Guin. And I hope I'm saying her name right. I'm pretty sure I am. But uh, it is a classic science fiction novel uh, that takes place on the planet Gethin, which is also known as Winter, where basically this ambassador from uh, Union of Worlds is dealing with this society that has no gender and various other unusual sort of pieces of political intrigue. And it's really, really cool so far. I'm about four chapters in, and I'm really liking it. I think she's an incredibly talented writer. Her intro is really, really fascinating. It's filled with all sorts of play, like ornate sort of play on words that... Uh, you know, like literally, like just reading certain pieces of them made me giggle in like an involuntary way that made me almost ashamed of myself. Like, Aww, just like Whoa. yeah, I would, I would highly recommend that people check out that book, particularly if you're a fan of like Frank Herbert's Dune or um, science fiction of that variety. It's, uh, it's similar, but I think a little bit more. I'd say less technical than Dune, but equally intriguing for different reasons. So, yeah, definitely look up The Left Hand of Darkness if you haven't read it and are looking for a new science fiction book. Awesome. Awesome. Another book recommendation. So much reading. <laughs> so much reading. I'm going to do reading, too, but I'm going to do comic books because I've, I've been books. reading. Yeah, picture books. Sort of like, uh, the Dragons Love Tacos 
but uh, with more words. So I've been reading uh, a lot of comics over the last couple of months. I'm just going to fire off a few that I think are really good. For the mainstream stuff I did jump on the newest Batman arc, which is called Endgame. And I didn't expect to like it, but I think it's actually maybe my favorite of the uh, Capullo and Snyder arcs. Well, maybe not as good really? as, maybe not as good as Court of Owls, but uh, I think it's this one's intri- intriguing in a way that the other ones have not been intriguing. And I'm um, looking for. I think the last one comes out at the end of the month, and like Batman and his Bat family and a cohort of villains are fed up with the Joker are all about to attack the Joker and I think it's really cool and the art is incredible as usual I've also started reading Bitch Planet from Kelly Sue DeConnick which is also really cool the art is like very sort of retro and uh, the concept is great it's about a, a woman's prison planet and it is a feminist comic, but I, I think that's almost reductive to how good it is. I think it's just straight up good. So pick that up. It's awesome. What else have I been reading? Let me pick one more. Ant-Man. Ant-Man by Nick Spencer. Nick Spencer, who wrote Su- Superior Foes of Spider-Man, who I could not say enough about on this podcast. He's writing Ant-Man now. In the first couple of... Uh, it's still new. I think it's only four issues in. first couple were, like, okay, but this last one that came out, four... Uh, I think just this past week like made me laugh out loud like four or five times. It's a comedy, much like Superior Foes, and I definitely see them trying to align the book with maybe what they want audiences to expect from the upcoming movie. It's got a very sort of Paul Rudd tone to it, which is a perfect fit for Nick Spencer. And the art is great, too, and I can't rem- I don't have that in front of me, but the, the art is, is funny. So, yeah, there's a smattering of comic books that are worth picking up. And that'll conclude my Geek of the Week. And as usual, I have no idea how to end this. Yeah, I won. <laughs> such a dickhead. Oh, what a dick. <laughs> At least you humble, right? <laughs> Jeff hasn't had any, like, really, I mean, I, not that I can think of. Like, I, I think Jeff deserves it. I'm, I'm glad it's Jeff. I'm, so, I'm glad Jeff got it. See, that's how you do it. <laughs> Thank you, John. Yeah, I, mean, like, won, I was saying ass. that before, too. I don't think Jeff has ever picked above, like, fourth. So, yeah. um... Maybe next year, Kristen. Come back with a vengeance. <laughs> yeah, maybe next year, Kristen. Oh. Yeah, right? <laughs> I've Who never picked first, bribe? either. Who I've never do picked I have first. to bribe? Uh, some online randomizer that I use. <laughs> <laughs> you have to bribe the machine. <laughs> Oh, God, um, is this another Philip K. Dick novel? <laughs> yeah, no, <it's... laughs> Make the machine happy. The machine um, was us. Is there a, a Deus Ex Machina movie coming? I am the machine. This is serious business. If you had any hopes that anyone put any thought into this... They didn't. They're dashed.